0: Uh, Hi, Uh, my name is uh, Ying Zhu uh, from Georgia State University uh, in Atlanta, USA. Uh, My talk is about the theoretical framework for managing suspense in games. Um, So let me start my... So as our previous uh, presenter uh, mentioned, people enjoy uh, to play game with certain level of difficulties. Uh, we don't want to play a game that's too hard or too easy. Uh, I think one of the reasons is because we want to enjoy suspense. Right? Suspense is one of the most um, important factors uh, that contribute to the enjoyment of games. And many techniques for managing uh, suspense in games have been proposed. Uh, However, there has not been a a theoretical framework uh, to help organize uh, the existing works and also guide the development of future works uh, for the management of suspense in games. Uh, I reviewed uh, some of the recent surveys of effective games And I didn't see much discussion about the uh, suspense uh, management in games. Therefore, I think it's one of the areas that is underexplored, uh, is not unexplored. uh, And therefore I think there is a need for a theoretical framework uh, for this subject. Um, So, let's talk about why do we uh, enjoy suspense in entertainment? Uh, Because understanding why can also help them understand, help us understand how we can manipulate uh, different, different elements in the entertainment medium to manipulate suspense. Um, So suspense uh, can cause, you know, anxiety, uh, fear. Um, Therefore there are some, of course they can also uh, create excitement, uh, even the negative experience, even like a fear, like anxiety, uh, can create intense emotional involvement, which is also a type of, you know, aesthetic enjoyment. This is some of the, uh, you know, researchers argue that uh, intense emotion, even negative intense emotional involvement also leads to um, certain type of aesthetic enjoyment um, and also suspense. Can uh, some study also show that suspense can increase attention, uh, focus attention, and therefore it is possible that can lead to a state of flow, which is usually considered considered the ideal uh, state of mind uh, for playing video games. And also there's a research uh, in psychology that uh, seems to show that people have a finite pool of worry. Uh, Therefore, if you are worried about things happening in video games, therefore, you kind of forget about the worries in the real life. Therefore, a video game provides a temporary relief uh, of the real real life worries. Um, and some studies in sports uh, psychology seems to show that, um, you know, elevated the level of anxiety uh, often leads to higher level of performance uh, in athletes. Not everybody Uh, but many, you know, athletes actually, um, you know, elevated their level of performance when they have a higher level of anxiety. Therefore, it's also possible to assume that for video game players, um, suspense leads to an elevated level of anxiety, which may lead to elevated level of uh, performance. Um, So this is our main contribution. Uh, We proposed a theoretical framework uh, that tried to organize um, different types of techniques for manipulating uh, suspense in video games. Um, so let's start from the player. Uh, so let's, flow, let's follow the blue lines. So the player played a video game and that changes the state of the game. Uh, in this case, we divide uh, the game into three different layers based on some previous research. Uh, there's a story layer, there's a gameplay layer, and there's an artifact layer. Uh, so the state of the game is changed uh, through gameplay and that information is feed into a player suspense model. And in some cases, in some you know effective games, uh, we can also uh, we can also collect uh, physiological signals uh, from the player and that also feeds into the player suspense model. Uh, the, the goal of the player suspense model is to, estimate or evaluate the player's level current level of suspense okay either based on physiological input like heart rate, Eeg, uh, but in many cases we just uh, based on the cognitive models of suspense we just estimate uh, the player's level of suspense uh, based on the game state. So based on the based on the estimated level of suspense of the player, uh, this information goes to the suspense manager. Uh, The suspense manager's job is to manipulate the game uh, to manipulate the level of suspense in the player. Uh, To do this, we need to, um, most of the suspense managers are based on uh, some kind of cognitive models of suspense. And therefore there are a number, usually for each cognitive model of suspense, there are a number of elements that identified uh, to to affect uh, the level of suspense. And therefore, uh, the cognitive elements is usually mapped to a list of uh, game elements. Um, and therefore, you can manipulate the game elements based on the cognitive model to manipulate uh, the suspense level in the player. Uh, so, once again, the, there are three layers uh, for the manipulation. Uh, you can, for example, manipulate the story uh, to manipulate the suspense, you can manipulate a gameplay to manipulate suspense, or you can manipulate artifact like sound effects to manipulate uh, suspense. And this is the the effective loop that goes on and on throughout the gameplay. So that's our general framework for um, describing how suspense management works uh, in video game design. So let's go over some of the uh, specific details of this model. So um, there are many cognitive models of suspense uh, proposed in different areas like psychology, like uh, literature. Uh, for example, one of the most well-known model uh, is called the OCC model um, by you know, Otani and his, his colleagues. Uh, the basic idea is that suspense is influenced by three main factors, hope, fear, and uncertainty. Um, and this is kind of the standard um, cognitive model for suspense, uh, but there's some other models. For example, there's uh, you know structure effect theory, which uh, uh, says that the the length between the initial event and outcome, um, you can manipulate the length between the beginning, you know, of the event and the end of the event, and you can use that to manipulate uncertainty. Right, the longer you want to make people wait, the more suspenseful it is. And also you can manipulate the, the discourse in between these two events and therefore you can manipulate hope and the fear, right? You can, you can make things look, um, look hopeless. You can make things look hope hopeful. Um, and also you can manipulate the significance of the outcome to basically amplify um, the emotional uh, involvement of the viewers. Um, therefore, and that's another theory. Um, Some people argue that um, helplessness uh, is a factor uh, for suspense. Therefore, uh, the implication for video game design is that you can give or remove options to manipulate suspense. You can can make the player more helpless uh, to make it more suspenseful. Uh, And another theory, uh, also similar to the previous one, so that you can adjust the number of paths to a solution to manipulate the level of suspense. Uh, in the player. Um, Finally, there's also another theory that shows that uh, suspense is uh, influenced by the variance of the next period's belief. And therefore you can change the variance of the beliefs to change suspense. Okay, so these cognitive models can be, some of them can be used uh, in video game design to manipulate uh, suspense. Um, The suspense model, the the main goal of the suspense model as I discussed earlier is to evaluate a player's current level of suspense. And there are basically two methods. One is a physiological method by measuring players uh, level of suspense through, for example, heart rate, EEG or some other methods, usually some kind of, you know brain uh, signal detect, you know, uh, method, or most of the method use non-physiological based methods. Um, We divide um, the suspense management into three layers. This is also based on some previous work. Um, Some researchers divide the games into four emotional layers, um, story layer, gameplay layer, artifact layer, and uh, environment layer. Uh, But in this case, uh, I I use the uh, four layer uh, system. So um, in the story layer, uh, most of the work, most of the existing work in suspense management in games uh, focus on the story layer, because this is uh, perhaps the most researched area. There's a a large body of uh, work uh, from from other areas such as film, uh, TV, literature. Uh, Therefore, this is the, most of the previous work focused on this area. Uh, There's some plan-based models, Um, I cited some work uh, in here and also in the paper um, there's also a method for creating uh, paradoxical narratives uh, in order to uh, to create a suspense um the you can also manipulate the suspense in the gameplay layer uh, this is the area that I, I feel that um, we don't have a lot of work in this area therefore i think a much more work needs to be done in this area because there are so many uh, gameplay um, techniques at and therefore there's a there's a great potential uh for using them to manipulate to using them strategically uh or methodically to manipulate uh, suspense. uh um, sorry, for, in, sorry did interrupt but you have one more minute okay to, okay. to okay i'm i'm almost done uh so we have um so we so there are several uh previous methods for example um some people take measures from players and use that information as a measurement of a suspense and use that to change the level of difficulty or change the timing of the scary events. Uh, in our previous work, we also did some work in manipulating gameplay, for example, by withholding information from the player to create uncertainty by adjusting the enemy's power uh, to create a fear and also by reviewing safe room to create hope. Uh, there are also some work in manipulating artifacts uh, to manipulate um, suspense, for example, one of the work from our session chair uh, actually uh, did some user study to show that uh, the sound effects, uh, some of sound effects uh, can be used to manipulate the level of stress, anxiety, and tension. Uh, so you know overall, I believe uh, there are still many unexplored areas in suspense management games and also because uh, gamification has been used in many other areas, therefore, uh, by understanding how to manipulate suspense, I think it can have an even wider you know, application beyond the video games. Uh, you know, thank you, and I'll be glad to answer any questions.